Trader, Trade Trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Good everybody and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Hope you're having a fantastic day. It's a cracking one here in Sydney, absolutely beautiful outside and I'm looking forward to a humongous Wednesday. Getting ready to go away to New Zealand next week. The show will continue. I will continue to be putting out the podcast, so don't worry. It's just I'll be doing it from a different location in beautiful New Zealand. Hopefully getting out there to do a little bit of fly fishing and uh, spending some time with family and friends. I can't goddamn wait. So jumping in and having a look at the market right now. There's been a lot of a lot of chatter, whispers, chit chat. Uh, most of it positive, uh, overwhelmingly positive, actually. I mean, if we talk about, you know, um, who was it? Uh, was it Soros? I think it was talking about, you know, maybe looking to enter into crypto. Now everyone goes absolutely mad when this happens. Of course, wow! Oh, he did this. He did, he said that before, and now he's doing this, and blah blah blah, and all the conspiracy theories come out, and it gets all a bit crazy and a little bit wild. But the bottom line is, if this is genuine, and I haven't looked, at, I haven't gone into him, you know, sussed it all out completely because I don't really care as far as I'm concerned. This is going to happen at some point, um, and. I read markets, I don't read news. <laughs> that may make me sound like a bit of a, um, uh, l- maybe lacking intelligent there, intelligence there, but um, I-, I do focus on the markets more than I focus on reading the news, because if I was to read the news, I'd be reading the news all bloody day long and I wouldn't get anything else done. But if there is whispers of this sort of thing happening, it's not just with Soros, it'll be with a bunch of other funds as well. And I know this because I've been speaking to some of them. So yes, it does look good out there at the moment as far as the chit chat goes. We don't have really bad negative news out there at the moment, which is really, really nice. And the market is holding. It's not moving up at a great rate of knots. It's not moving down at a great rate of knots. As a matter of fact, it's going nowhere fast. (laughs) Completely sideways, locked in right now. And uh, as we see the candle for today, just looking at it right now, I can tell you it is small, it is green, and we're currently sitting up 1.33% with the candle set to close in three hours to see how we play out for yesterday's trading session. But again, very small range on the day uh, and very, very, you know, not, not a great deal going on. That being said, I mean, if we, if we have a look and remember back on that four-hour candle, I mean, it doesn't really matter when it was. It's, this is a, a, a visual, sorry, a podcast, so you can't see it. There was a big sell account after we broke above you know um, uh, 7,000 we hit a high of 7189 or thereabouts and then sold off heavily and since then we've just been creeping back now again is this overly bullish no is it overly bearish no but I can tell you that consolidation is holding quite steadily right now and what it actually means for me is probably maybe 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 another relatively uh, slow trading session to start off with uh, I did have a trade call out there the other day on EOS actually there's been a couple of good trades on EOS Bitcoin um, that Again, it, it, that's triggered overnight, and also Verge has really been on a uh, on a very strong run to the upside. A, like probably the top performer uh, in the market right now. And we're talking about larger caps, so we're not talking about the small caps that can do you know 300% in a day and, and half the world doesn't even notice. I'm talking about a proper uh, decent sized market cap there on Verge, and it's been trending away just absolutely phenomenally, having a very very good run. And that's the reason why it's been uh, out there on my socials and in the members area for quite a while now. Not because I knew anything was happening, but because it was trending. And uh, the trend continued from the moment it hit uptrend. We did get pullbacks. Uh, I haven't had any trades on it. I'll be straight with you. I, I'm not gonna tell you that I got trades when I didn't. I, I did not get any trades and I'm cool with that. But uh, it has been running very, very well. And it comes back again to you know knowing what it is that you're doing. Uh, I'm, I'm looking to take the chunks in the middle. So you know people, as you hear me say all the time, people are looking for the bottom. 
they're looking to try and call the bottom. And it's just because people haven't been doing this for very long. You know, all the, all, this is a fact, all the successful traders that I know that, that actually, when I say successful, I mean, they actually make a living from trading. It's not a hobby, it is their living. So, you know, you can be a successful trader and it's a hobby, no problem at all. But it's another level of, uh, another level you need to get to, to actually be able to absorb the stress and pressure of uh, providing an income for yourself or your family or whoever's in your life. Now, with that being said, all of the professional traders that I know that do this, they're all trend traders. They, they, they trade the chunk in the middle and there's no you know, that's exactly the reason why I do it because when I was learning from traders all around the world, how their style was, because some of them were different in terms of their approach and their strategies, of course they were, we're not all one size fits all. But what was very, very common was that they all were looking at trend, taking that trade in the middle, that chunk in the middle. And it comes down to understanding, you know, I mean, sorry, understanding why they do this is, is really, really important because it can help you to swing towards how you're going to set your day up, how you're going to trade and how you're going to create your own version of the best trader you can be. It comes down to, I want to make money. It's that simple. What's the path of least resistance to do that? Now, trading's hard enough as it is without having to you know, try and pick the bottom because look, before a move, there's one bottom. Before a top, there's one top. When that happens, You've got two, you know, you know, if you're trying to pick a top, you've got one chance in that move. But you can try and pick it a thousand times, a million times, and get it wrong a million times. Now, if you're trying to trying to trade and make a living, are you do you think it would be wise to be looking for that needle in a haystack? Or do you think it would be wise to be looking for opportunities that are going to pop up more often than not? So rather than going into bat and trying to hit a home run every time, I'm just trying to get to home base. However, I get there is however I get there. Now, if that means I've got to, you know, take a couple, of, a couple of swings and misses and then knock one and then get to first base and then stay on first for a while and then get to second. If it means I've got to get there slowly, I don't care. I have to get there. It's not about how quickly I get there. It's about having to get there. I've got to get back to home base. If I don't get to home base, I do not get paid. I've got to get runs on the board. So to do that, I'm looking for the easiest way around those bases. And to find that chunk in the middle allows me a higher probability. And this is then works down through how I trade and my strategies, my philosophy on trading. Trying to keep things nice and simple so I don't get confused. Now, admittedly, there are people that will be getting confused that are, that are taking my trades and following my strategies and stuff that are finding it difficult. And that's that's fine because they're learning. I mean, that's the whole point is to learn. And, you know, if we're not finding things difficult, then we're probably not stretching ourselves and you will get the hang of it. With practice comes perfection, right? But what I'm getting at is you need to have little steps, little tiny steps to take. And that's why everything's in a checklist for me. Step one is, have I got this? Step two, have I got this? Step three, have I got this? And I work through these steps. These are my essential factors to make sure I've got all of them. Then I move into the bonuses. And what I'm doing here is twofold. One, I'm making sure I'm objective in my way of thinking. Two, I'm trying to keep it nice and easy. Three, I'm following a plan. Once you get those three things, and it's just three things, that's all the three things are. Now, there are a lot more things to trading, don't get me wrong, but those are the three main things that I'm looking to do. And that's why I've broken down my courses and my strategies and my everything the way that I have, because I'm looking for that chunk in the middle. Now, coming back to things like Verge, 
Verge has a really good trend now. Now, has Verge hit a top? I don't know. Do I care? No, I don't. All I care about is this trend remaining strong. If this trade, sorry, if this trend remains strong, then it's especially for me, I'll be looking for opportunities to trade. Now, if you look at it on the daily, it's definitely overextended. And as you move down through the timeframes, it is too. It had a little pullback last night. What I'm looking at is looking, I mean, I can see a cradle. I'm, I'm looking for a Fibonacci booster type setups as well. In a fast paced market, you can move to the lower timeframes and trade that strategy really, really well. It's, it's kind of, it's not really designed for that as, as far as it, you, you must only use it in fast moving markets, but it definitely does work well within that. So there are strategies for trading these fast moving markets. I just don't like to be a part of it when nothing's really going on. Now, Bitcoin itself, there is not a great deal going on right now, but there are other opportunities out there in the markets, guys. So if you haven't already, jump onto Facebook. It's at TraderCobb. Jump onto my Twitter. It's at TraderCobb as well. Yep, you guessed it. And uh, visit the website. Subscribe to the bi-weekly video newsletter to get your basically your video feed of what I do. You get a lot more information there. Keep plugged into the podcast, obviously but you'll get the visual representation of what I'm looking at each day by subscribing to my news channel. So guys, have a fantastic day. I'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters.